0: Hey, you're listening to the Prime Culture Podcast. This prime culture is for the dreamers, the schemers, and the believers. We're here to introduce a whole new generation to the abundant life. We're here for the prime of our lives. for real though how'd you feel about the last season
1: i thought the last season was great i felt like we had great communicators we had great consistency and we had great mojo
0: i thought so too i thought you did a really great job
1: thank you so much
0: yeah were you proud of yourself yeah you look really cute doing it too that's what we do that's what we do in video thank you i'm i'm much better looking on audio podcast <laughs> 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 hey but we're back we're back um i couldn't wait to get back to this season right we always take a month off. Um so I this is season 8 episode 1 yeah. of season 8 and so for everyone who's been part of the Prime Culture podcast gang gang thank you for rocking with us man like it's been so so dope to have you guys just give us feedback and give us interaction and um you know what i what i love here's what's really cool obviously the podcast is on multiple platforms the podcast is on spotify the podcast is on apple the podcast is on youtube um and what i love is that of of all of them you can leave um Comments on YouTube. And so like you go and you read the comments and like to to me and Diana, it's so it's so important to hear um the personal impact.
1: Yeah, for right? sure.
0: Because like we get an opportunity to literally minister to and talk to like hundreds of people. Um and that's awesome, but man, like the one always matters.
1: Yeah. For right. Sure. Like the
0: one always matters. And so um I couldn't wait to get back into podcast season. I love, I love sharing this, right? Because Prime Culture doesn't have a a weekly service. Yeah. Um, so for me, um, I, the, the podcast is like a weekly service where we get to reach the podcast and teach, reach the culture yeah. and teach the culture and really get to spend some time. And someone gave you some, some really cool feedback. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like when they said that, like, I felt like I've been talking to you all week.
1: Oh yeah. That was super cool. I felt like we we're just having coffee and just talking. So that was really nice. Yeah. And so I think that's not, I think
0: that's 100% our intention when we do podcasts like this, where um, or with content like this, is that we're able to just come close to you, yeah. right? And we do our very best to, to talk as transparently and as honestly and as openly as possible. Um, I think you guys get a lot of really refined, scripted content. There's yeah. a lot, like, and the truth is, like, there's a lot of really good content on the internet. For sure. Um, but in that, we don't want to just have good content. We want to have honest content.
1: Yeah. Right. And we I want- think the only way to have honest conversation, well, content is to have honest Conversations and in conversation, you kind of don't know what the other person's going to say anyway. So we just, you know, let it flow, let the spirit come in and just take over the yeah, conversation. Totally. Um, and Not so- <laughs> any spirit, the Holy Spirit.
0: <laughs> Make sure you specify that. Yes. First yes. lady. Um, no, yeah, I agree with you. I think that um, we always end up where we're supposed to in the conversation. And so, um, all that to say, welcome back. Welcome back to podcast and welcome back to um these conversations, I hope they've been blessing you, Um, for all of you who have taken uh, taken the time to leave us a comment, leave us a review, to hit the subscribe button, to hit the bell notification on YouTube, thank you so much for doing that, it means the world to us, um, to really just know you support it, um, and if you haven't already, depending on whatever platform you're you're receiving this content, will you do that? Just take a moment, um, and hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification, hit a like. That really just helps the algorithm help us. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, we're going into a new season. Typically, uh, we break down our year into seasons. Obviously, like that's the natural just rhythm, rhythm um, of nature. Um. But at Prime Culture, we we. Uh, we 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 like to break the year into seasons, right? And so we'll just let you into a little bit of BTS on how we run Prime Culture. Um, what I like to do is at the beginning of the year, we always start strong, right? It's heavy vision, heavy just uh, determination. Like so messages that help you be determined, messages that help you just push into the year and start the year really, really strong. New, mean, new year, new, new, year, year new, new me and all of that <laughs> stuff and um yeah and just making sure making sure that you get momentum yeah, going into go. the year right um and then when we when we start to hit kind of like the spring like like the spring session the spring season uh, we like to start winding down on the super heavy and then we get into like uh relationships conversations we've been in this uh in right. the DMs right so if you've been coming to culture nights you've you've been part of like in the DMs it's been absolutely incredible
1: and i think that's the ultimate uh, whatchamacallit the ultimate
0: like subject or yeah, subject, subject, subject matter I to talk gotta, about?
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. subject matter that all young adults want to talk about they want to talk about marriage they want to talk about sex they want to talk about love they talk I mean like everything that's the only topic they want to stay on for the whole year if they could
0: uh, <laughs> yeah I, I, I get, I get that I think that um um, it's it's for sure one of the most poignant, right? And um, why wouldn't it be, right? Because like you guys are in a season of yeah. building the most significant relationships of your life. So shameless plug: there's some really great content um, for the from the last two culture nights. Mm-hmm. Um, Um, on our YouTube channel, you got to go check them out. They've been, they were super, super dope. Um, Diane and I talked about in the DMs, dating, marriage, and sex, and we had some just DMs from God to you in your dating life, your marriage life, because we have a lot of young couples. Yeah. Right? Um, Very
1: young, like six months, one year. Yeah. That's really cool to talk to that. Absolutely.
0: Um, And so it's not just for dating, right? But it is also for marriage. We speak into your marriages if you're a young couple. Um, And then we also talked about... um, we went from in the DMs and then we went to talk to me nice and we're talking about the love languages right. um, and all of that. So just go check it out when you get a chance. It's yeah. Just the only dope. thing
1: we really haven't talked about is about parenting. Well, that's because we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, our kids are still little. We don't know. We don't know what works yet, guys.
0: <laughs> right. And I think, look, I think that's such incredible self-awareness to have, Right. Uh, Diane and I were having this conversation yesterday. We won't tell all our business on the podcast that is literally giving me the look (laughs) right now, like the big eye glassy eyed look. Um, but we had some tension, um, in our home where it could have been one of those moments where you feel like, man, I've failed, right? You feel like, man, I've messed up, man. I blew it. Right. Um, and it Kind of, it kind of. I don't want to say derailed, but it disrupted us as, as, as from a parenting perspective. And yeah. what it put me, what it put me in the mindset of, was this: is that there is no real, um, there is no real like time where you say, "I made it." Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. Like, okay, we became a parent the moment Chloe was born, mm-hmm. and you became a mother, I became a father the moment uh, again when Bailey was born. Right. Um, but to be able to say, "Oh, I'm in a season where um, I'm crushing it as a parent," yeah, right. I think seasons are so subjective,
1: so subjective because I think we grow every single day. So seasons come and go, and as you grow and change, so do those seasons. Yeah, so you you evolve within those seasons. Yeah, so I, I agree with you.
0: I think I think really being able to have a. Um, a strong expectation management, a strong management of emotions, a strong management of where you are, who you are, and where you are going and who you are becoming is so important, right? Um, <clears throat> and so as we go into the new season of the podcast, that's what—that's really something we want to rally around and really just center our thinking about um, is speaking to your understanding as a young adult in your 20s, your early 30s, mid-30s, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting because, like, I think back, I think back when we were in our mid thirties, right? Mm-hmm. Which wasn't that long ago, yeah. Right, it was just a few years For ago. Sure. <laughs> um, Still there, <laughs> but like, so we get the, we get this DM all the time, right? Like from different people. Hey, I'm 32, am I too old to go? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm 34, am I too old? To, hey, I'm 36, am I too old to go? Um, and part of me wants to be like, well, first of all, if you're looking this way, you should probably come because right. something's drawing you. Mm-hmm. Um, but secondly, I think about myself at 36, babe. And like, I still kind of was just like, I need all the help I could get, no,
1: for sure. you know?
0: And so there's never, there's never a specific time or season, but there's always a right time. And right season. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. And I think also like chronologically age is but a number. Mm. So just because you're 36 doesn't mean you're like emotionally mature 36. Yeah. You know, you really could be 25 in how your thinking is and how your brain has developed. Or you can be arthritic in your thinking and you're like 80. In a 36 year old body. Wow. Yeah, so very I think, brittle. yeah, or just set in your ways, yeah. actually. Like, this is who I am, and I'm not changing for anybody. And that's why you're still single. Oh, shoot. You know? So I think that you're shooting shots like that already. <laughs> so I think we gotta warm them up, babe. <laughs> So I think it's important. I think it's just important to know ages but a number. Yeah, facts. So um I think as long as we are when you're in seasons, know that your mind is pliable and that your mind can change and that you should change and yeah. that's something good.
0: I think I think this is absolutely awesome. I love where we're at in the conversation already because we get to we get to like mom and dad the mm-hmm. culture, you know. Um <clears throat> and here's the big idea. I just want to give you the big idea that in the, in the next couple of months over the over the this current podcast season in June and in July in our summer month, which I didn't get to finish where we had in the summer and the summer so we go so we wind down and we get a little bit lighter with our, our content. so it's relationships and all that. and then when we hit the summer, we want the summer to be fun, we want the summer to be light. We, it's summer vacation, right um, And so where we believe the Lord has taken us this summer uh, for prime culture in our summer season is to rally around one word and that word is rest right and so we want to teach the culture how to rest um and if we're not careful we misunderstand rest because we think that that we think rest is the opposite of what i'm doing every day
1: yeah for right? sure
0: and we only think of rest in a two week vacation or we only think of rest in a weekend at, you know, in Rio doso or in Scottsdale. I went to Marfa and I took a picture in front of the Prada installation outside Marfa. And it's like, look at me, I'm resting. Right. When it's like, well, is it really right? So we'll talk about that a lot more, but I think in our conversation today, I think we just, we just get to that place where, um, not so much how to rest, but what's causing unrest. Mm. Right. Um, and, when I, when I look back at our life together, um, I think you and I had seasons of unrest or let's call it this. It wasn't even seasons. It was patterns. Yeah. Right. Because for a lot of us, we will call, we'll call something, oh, I'm in a season of learning myself or I'm in a season of, of taking time off. And it's right. like, no, you're in a pattern of being stubborn because you're learning yourself but what you're really calling learning yourself is running away from people who are telling the truth. Yeah, right? and, yeah. or I'm in, or I'm in a season of 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 solitude or I'm in i am I'm a, I'm in a season of of taking time off and what you call a sabbatical really is an escape route.
1: Right. And I mean, I heard somebody say seasons are have a certain timeline and there's a time frame of seasons. So if you've been in a season for a year, <laughs> like you're you're good. totally out of season now <laughs> because totally right. you know, we usually when you're like fall, winter, spring, they they have a timeline. Yeah. So if you're putting or categorically putting yourself in a season, what's your timeline? Yeah. Then you can say you're in a season because, you know, okay, I have a month to figure out what I'm going to do or where I'm going to go. Other than that, it's, it's not really a season. It's just a category that you decided to put yourself in.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. <clears throat> I think if, if, if I've looked at or if I look at the patterns that were either toxic or immature mm-hmm. um, that I tried to justify by calling them I'm in a season— uh, Cause that's so funny, right? Like I hear so many young adults yeah. saying that now.
1: Well, I think um, it's just a trend of vocabulary, right. honestly, because Which is you don't really understand. Okay, what can that we means. talk about this first? <laughs> can we
0: talk? Okay, can we talk about this? Okay, so we're just gonna we're just gonna pause real quick and 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 kick it on that thought on the lack of understanding, mm. right? So I'll hear I'll hear people make or I'll hear our I'll hear our young adults, and it's not even just young adults. It's like church people, okay? Right? Church people love to yeah, repeat that's things. Good. Because it it makes them feel like they're spiritual Mm -hmm. or it makes them feel like, Ooh, if I say it this way, it gives a little bit more weight. I'm covered. I'm protected. They
1: understand. And I really don't have to say much. Right?
0: Oh, I'm just in a season right now versus no, I'm going through it. Yeah. And what would happen? First of all, what would happen if we were honest and we weren't just trying to use church vernacular to cover up real world things, Right, right. right? Or real life things. And so, um, so I'll, I'll hear I'll hear people. Now, it's not just young adults. People, period, right? And they'll use statements like, "Oh, I'm in a season right now." Or there's statements like, "Which one's the one that comes right to my head?" Oh, okay. Here's one: generational curses, mm. right? And it's like, "Oh, okay." Well, I hear that. You know, it, well, you don't hear it at our church because our church teaches yeah. with under for understanding. Right. Um, our 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 teaching team at our church actually takes time to study, not just repeat what TikTokers are saying. Anyway. You got a
1: bone to pick or what? No, but but, but look,
0: (laughs) it's not that I have... Well, yes, I do have a bone to pick, if I'm being honest. I do. Here's why. Jesus said it this way. My people die because Because of lack lack of of understanding. Mm -hmm. They die because they don't understand. And Paul said it this way. And look, culture, I need you to understand that the apostle Paul, I'm going to take a moment. Every time you get me on the podcast, I'm going to try to give you a little bit of theology, some formation, right? The word formation is another word for like discipleship. Exactly. But I want to form and frame your you're world thinking, of view, yes. right? I want to form and frame your perspectives, not just ideologically, but theologically, Yes. right? Because we have a lot of ideological perspectives right. and there's a lot of things that are trying to feed your ideologies. Mm-hmm. But before you develop your ideologies, what's an ideology? Well, here's what I think about <laughs> yes, these big, ba- ideas right Mm -hmm. okay and there's a lot of ideas being thrown at you you have to develop your ideas from your believing yes you're believing first right Right. that's where does that come from from the word amen right um faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god right and so faith is what believing and speaking Mm -hmm. right so believing and speaking by what i choose to believe this is really good stuff so let's just let me let me just drill down because um yeah, I feel I feel the Holy Spirit on this a little bit. Okay. So hopefully this helps you. So what is believing and speaking? So that's first of all 2 Corinthians chapter 4:13. Some of you are uh, you know in 2528 in your abundant church of veterans and you've been hearing us teach believing and speaking for 10 years already so just praise amen god it. just say amen yes. in your car while you're walking be like ooh pastor Cruz, thank you for the reminder yes. i needed that yeah. but there are a lot of young adults who are being introduced to uh, abundant church mm-hmm. and the theology and the yeah. doctrines that we teach at abundant church because of prime culture amen. right and so for those of you who are here and you've never heard us talk about believing and speaking again we only have one service yeah. a month and so that's that's why I like to use the podcast to pastor you, okay? Um, so what is believing and speaking? First of all, that's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, right? Where the Apostle Paul, side note, put a little asterisk there, okay? The Apostle Paul is one of the greatest, if not the greatest pastoral voice in the New Testament. What does that mean? That means that his teachings, his perspectives, and his doctrines really drive how we govern ourselves as a church, right? So the apostle Paul in his pastoral epistles or his his pastoral writings teaches us in 2 Corinthians chapter four, and he says this, hey, the same spirit of faith that raised Christ. Uh, oh, sorry. The same spirit of faith that raised Christ from the dead is raising you also. But then before he says that, he says, "And having the same spirit of faith Amen. that Christ had." So let me push pause there. I don't. I don't mean to turn this into a faith teaching, but we have to have understanding, right. right? So I'm just feeding what is probably one if one of the most important, if not the most important, fundamental of your faith. Ready? Okay. So the same spirit. So faith is a spirit that you receive. Amen. When you get born again. Yes. The book, the book of you Romans, believe. the book of Romans says this, that we've all received the, the measure of faith, not a measure of faith, mm-hmm. right? So what does that mean? That means that we have the same spirit of faith that Jesus Himself had. Amen. The same spirit of faith. So let me use that to debunk the idea of where some of us get insecure or feel inadequate or inappropriate Mm -hmm. where we think, man, I don't have enough. I don't have as much faith as pastor Cruz, or Mm -hmm. I don't have enough as much faith as pastor Charles or pastor Jared or pastor Diana. Um, Man, what's up with that? First of all, you have, it doesn't even matter the faith of Cruz. You have the faith of Jesus at work in you. Right. And so this, so Paul says it this way. Having the same spirit of faith that Christ had where he believed and spoke, we also believe and speak. So the spirit of faith does two things. It drives your believing. What is believing? Believing is putting confident trust in something or someone, particularly here. It's in God's word and in the person of Of Jesus Jesus. Christ revealed to us by the word of God and by the Holy Spirit right? So I put confident trust. That's important because faith is not built on certainty.
1: Yeah, for sure. Right?
0: Look, you guys, I'm I'm no longer a young adult, right? I'm an adult. Like I'm a man, man, right? <laughs> like I'm a grown man with a mortgage and with kids and a whole life, right? Um, and I've come to terms with this that I still am uncertain. Yeah, I still am not sure, but yeah, you know what I do? Still walking by I faith. trust Jesus and Amen. you just nailed it on the head. Right, I'm walking by faith, not by certainty. Now, yeah. listen, you guys, I need you to put a pin in that in okay. your mind because that's going to feed our thinking when it comes to rest. Yeah. Because many of us get restless because we want we, certainty.
1: Yeah, we want to know what's next. Right. And Jesus isn't going to tell and us. He, oftentimes, he doesn't tell <laughs> he, you. He's not going like, to because if he were to tell us what our future is, why would we need God? Come on, say that. Why would we need faith? Come on, say why that. Why would we need a Savior yes. if he tells us? our whole life story yes we won't need a god or a savior or faith
0: right right i wanted to put the microphone closer to your voice and your mouth because that was that was i needed you to say that louder all right (laughs) there you are turn it up turn it up (laughs) (laughs) no but that's a good word yeah right certainty eliminates the need for christ yes when i'm certain i think about it right like i'm certain i can get to god by myself Mm mm-hmm then why do I need Jesus or I'm certain I'm too, I've done too much for God to actually redeem me. Then I can never appreciate what Christ has done for me. So certainty is the antithesis of, of believing, right? But here, here's the, here's the dilemma Mm -hmm. of faith or the dilemma of believing that while I will never have certainty, I'm called to have confidence. Yes.
1: Yes. And that confidence also comes from other people's testimonies, Mm. like... Mm. If you need healing, you Mm. look to somebody who's been healed or you've been healed before. And now you can trust God that he can heal you again. So now you have, okay, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I remember that the last time when I called on God, he did this for me or the last time I called on God, he did it for somebody else. If he did it for somebody else, he can do it for me. And that's a beautiful part of this Christian believing.
0: Yeah. That's everything that's everything right so while while i may never have certainty and yeah. i need you to, listen again i need you to put a pin in that in your thinking that you probably will never have certainty and then let's say you do get something certainly right so many of you are going to finish school you're going to become an architect right <laughs> and then you finish that that period of your life,
1: of your life.
0: then now it's like okay I got the job I, I got the schooling I got the license I got this board certification great now I'm uncertain about where Again, I should work Yes. Now I'm uncertain about where I should live. Yes. Now and so uncertainty always comes but what can always be a mainstay what can a always constant. be a constant you took the word out of mm-hmm. my mouth right? What can always be a constant is the confidence you have in Christ, Jesus. and we're still talking about Thank faith, you, believing Father. and speaking, right? Yeah. So, believing is what? Confidence. Your job is not to be certain. No,
1: your, your job, job is, is to be believe. confident,
0: right? Right? It's like if if I'm if look, Jesus is the constant, mm-hmm. right? He's the solid rock. Yes. Not my job, not my money, yes. not my spouse, not my kids, not my car, not my accomplishments. Because all those not can my, change, guys. <laughs> not my whim, uh-huh. not my desires, that not can, my
1: emotions. Hello.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like all of that stuff, all of that stuff, according to Matthew 7, is sinking sand. Yes. And a foolish man, Jesus said, build his, his house on sand. sand. Right, the best I can do, the best I can do. Like I want you to think about if you've ever been to the beach, and if you've never been to the beach,
1: well- go to the beach. This is a sign. <laughs> <That's> funny,
0: <Diana. laughs> if you've never been to the beach, go to the beach. <laughs>
1: this is a sign. No,
0: look. Well, El Paso has a lot of beach, but no ocean, right? So if you, Elephant Butte. <laughs> hello, uh, but if you've never, if you've never been, if you've never been to the beach, right, then you may not get it. But like, if you've ever been to the beach, and if you've grabbed a handful of sand, right. You grab a handful of sand and you try to hold onto the sand, especially in in the waves of water and especially when it's wet, Mm -hmm. that sand sifts through your hands and you cannot grab sand, right? And so I think Jesus uses that analogy so perfectly because the best thing I can build on is something that will vary all the time. It's inconsistent. Um, But then Christ says, but however, if you are a wise man and you build your life on the constant of my word Amen. on the constant and the consistency and the faithfulness of my wisdom. Then your, your house will stand. Real the stand. wind will blow. Yeah. The rains will fall. The storm will come. It doesn't mean that it, you won't have wind, rain or storms. Right. You'll and it, still have them.
1: Right. And it doesn't mean that you might not even feel the right. shifting or the shaking. Right but you're not going to fall.
0: But your house will stand, yeah. right? And look, I think this is this is such a beautiful place the Holy Spirit took us to, right? Um because for many of us, we are chasing consistency yes. and constant absolutes and certainty. certainty outside of Jesus. Amen. And you will never find certainty outside of Jesus ever. Listen, let us talk to you from 10, 12, 15 years in the future. For some of y'all, 20 years in the future, right? And I say this to you guys all the time. I'm the closest thing you're going to get to a time machine today. And I've come to terms with this, that in my life, I may never have anything that is certain, but Christ and Christ alone. Amen. Right? The old, the old song says, I, I, I put my trust in nothing less, right. but Jesus' blood... And righteousness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everything else on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. Yeah. Everything else is sinking sand. Yeah. And I, I hope you guys understand that because in your pursuit, in your pursuit for certainty, or the, like it's gonna be like, oh wow, thank you, Captain Obvious. But just, I mean, but but look how simple this is, right? This has been this has been the stories, Diana. You've been you've been in my life for almost twenty five years, right? <clears throat> Next Monday. Is 25 years. Isn't that you incredible? you going to take me? I'm going to get you a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> that's so random. Um, inside joke, guys. That's an inside joke. I'm sorry. Um, had to be there 20 years ago-ish. Anyway, um, but in that, you've seen my highs and lows, right? You've seen where I struggle with my confidence, and I struggle with my ambition, and I struggle with drive, right? Um, and, I, and, and you've been in those moments where I... I drive myself into a hole because i'm looking 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 for for a certain thing i want a sure thing i want a sure thing um now here's the here's the captain obvious moment right and where i arrived in my pursuit of certainty was the reality of uncertainty
1: yeah
0: right that's all i had to show for it
1: yeah yeah something i Try and teach the girls when you know things in their lives shift and change. Even as little people, I tell them there's always something you can be certain of, and that's change. Yeah. Change will happen in your life daily. Yeah. You know, you have to be comfortable with change, with not knowing, with being uncomfortable, with seeing something new, with doing something new. Yeah. So that word, that pursuit of certainty and I'm going to have this. And if it doesn't go this way, then man, I'm a failure. Mm. Now we put God in a box and we're asking God to bless us. And we're asking God to do this and that, and this for us. But you know, the cool thing about God is he's such a creative God that when he does bless us and it doesn't look like we want it to right. look, we're disappointed. We're mad. When it's actually what you prayed for. It just in a it's in a different way, Absolutely. or or it looks different. Absolutely, and that's happened to us,
0: right? And I think I think the power of of being able to share testimony yeah. is that we get to share wisdom that cost us a lot, mm-hmm. um, and as a, and give it as a gift to you. Yeah, you know,
1: hoping that that it's that moment, oh, that aha moment for you, yeah. so much faster than it was for us. Yeah, it took us tears. And toil and prayer. and No,
0: that's a good word, right no, there. it, it tears and years, tears and years. You know, Um, <clears throat> and I think that in this, the 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 one the one place I arrive often is Philippians one six. Now, listen, I haven't forgotten about Second Corinthians four thirteen on what faith is, right? And watch, and it'll point us to Philippians one six. Watch, so Second uh, Corinthians four thirteen to finish the thought on faith. So faith is believing. What is believing? Not certainty. Believing is confidence. Mm-hmm. I put confident trust and speaking. What is speaking? Speaking is not being able to say the churchy things.
1: Do
0: mm. you see what I'm saying? Um the churchy thing is I'm in a season. Right. When the the confident thing is I'm in God's time. Mm. See? I'm in a I'm in a season we're trying to control the yes. narrative. Oh, this is going to end soon.
1: Right. Oh, this is going to end. Or oh. just leave me alone. Like, I'm in this season. Like, I'm good. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, developing. Yeah. I, yeah, I got yeah, it together yeah, yeah. Yeah, in yeah, this yeah. season. Yeah, it's a
0: season. It's yeah. a season. It's not... Like, I'll be out soon. Yeah. But what if it's not a season? What if it's an identity? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh well, that's God. what happens. What if that's who you are? Well, that's, it's not a time. that's
1: yep. what happens when you stay in that season for years and years and years. Right. And it becomes... It envelops you. And now you become that. Right. Which right. is nothing... Which is... Something you weren't supposed to be. Right. It was supposed to be a season. Right. You just never got out.
0: Right. And so I think, look, again, the churchy thing is, and the oh man, I'm just going to call it the false humility or the mm-hmm. false confidence, mm-hmm. is to try to speak things that we don't really believe. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so if you tell me, oh no, Pastor Cruz, I'm in I'm in a season of abstinence right now. Okay, cool, great. When's that going to end? Because seasons end.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're so you're sure. That, that this is just a season because you see marriage on the horizon? Is that what it is? Then don't call it a, a season of abstinence. Call it a conviction. Mm. Call it a decision. Don't right. call it a season.
1: So you know? maybe they're in it because of lack of understanding that, that, no, of absolutely. where they are. and Or what to say. Or what to and
0: say. all they're grabbing is the this language yeah. that they hear and we repeat it yeah. without really understanding yeah. it. Right. And so my whole point to that is like, if you're going to speak, speak what you believe, not what you've heard. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Understand it for yourself yeah. and, and lead your life in a way and submit yourself yeah, yeah. to leadership and to counsel that will feed your understanding so you can have a well-placed, firmly planted confidence in the truth that you're confident in. In so you can speak from a place of confidence, right? right. That's what faith is believing yeah. and speaking. Now, speaking isn't just talking, though, mm-hmm. right? Speaking is corresponding behavior. Yeah. Right? So my life Aligned. looks like and I behave like what I believe. Right, right. Right? Because it's one thing here, here's what's funny it's one thing to say, I, I believe I'm in a season, mm-hmm. but then you behave like you control exactly. the season. Exactly.
1: That's what I was going to say. You know but you're not behaving like you're in that season. Right. Now you're just wasting time. You know, playing video games, sleeping all day. You oh, know, shoot. you're not really progressing in your season. Yeah. You know, a season progresses. Dang. There's a time and a place for the season to progress because absolutely. you said it's coming to an end. Or it's coming to fruition. Right. Right. It's or coming it's to coming fulfillment. To, yes, yeah. Absolutely. That's that's the word. Coming to fulfillment yeah. of its course. Yep but if not then again it envelops you now you've been in depression for a year
0: right no so so i think the thing is this is is if you're going if you believe something then have corresponding behavior, behavior. if you believe you're in a season then behave like you're in the season yeah. that you believe you're in right so faith just simply says that i believe i have confident trust Right? So watch. If you're, in a, if you're in a season of whatever you're in a season is, do you have confident trust that not only you're in the season, but that the Lord is the Lord of that season? Mm-hmm. And that the Lord is the Lord of that harvest of that season? Or that the Lord is the Lord of the rest in that season? Amen. Or that the Lord is the Lord of the heat you're experiencing in that season? Right. Or that, you know, he's the sun? Or that he's part of the cold that is working something out inside yeah. of you where it's unseen? Right. Do you believe what you, do you really believe— what you're saying? And are you behaving accordingly? Right. Because if you're telling me that time. you're in a season, but you're not behaving accordingly, that's the same thing as saying, Oh, yeah, it's spring season, but you got a turtleneck on. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Your yeah. behavior doesn't correspond to what you say you believe.
1: Right. In that season, there's development. In that season, there's shedding. In that season, something's happening. Yeah. Like you're not just there. Right. Because something happens in every season. Right. To get to where you're supposed to go. Right.
0: And I think this is where we get so tired. Oh yeah. Because of the inconsistency of what we say we believe and how we behave. Right. Right. right? We get so tired because we're, 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 we're treating seasons as if it were on our times, mm-hmm. our timeline, mm-hmm. but they're not right. Your life is in the hands of God. Amen. The scripture says he holds the balance of your life in his hands.
1: Well, yeah. And what happens is in the season, you're trying to be the farmer and the season. And you're neither. You're neither. <laughs> so you're trying, that's why you're-, you're so tired. Because you're trying to work it it's as a the word, farmer. Y'all. It's yeah. a word, It's a word. And then you're word. trying to control the season. So now we're playing God mm. in our own lives and seasons. So that's mm. why we don't find rest mm. in that time. And it's exhausting. We're tired. We're overwhelmed. Now we go into what's easy, which is anxiety, depression. Because choosing joy is hard.
0: Well, not just anxiety and depression. We get into stubbornness. Yeah. Rebellion is easy mm-hmm. to just rebel and be like, God is wrong. Right. This no, you know what I'm saying? Or he's not hearing or, or to or to like false. Look, look, I'm I'm not just coming at the rebels, I'm coming at the at the holy holy ones who's who start claiming it's my season, it's my time, which that's great. But it's God's season and it's God's time. I remember. I remember something that we grew up with, Diana. And, and tell me if you remember this, right? But people. Men of God, women of God. Back in the day, I'm talking like 25, 30 years ago, that was speaking into our lives.
1: When like, I was like 10. Uh, yes,
0: yeah, <laughs> you were you were in the juniors class, right? Like you were in like in like the little you were still drawing, drawing and coloring, doing coloring with crayons and eating goldfish at church. <laughs> Animal <laughs> crackers. Uh, no, but but they would say this man, the safest place in the whole world, the whole wide is, world, is the safest place. And the the whole wide wide world world is to be in the will of God. Amen. That is the safest place. And that's where I want to be. I want to be in the will of God. I want to be in the time of God, not the season of my desire. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times we will believe and speak things that aren't true because we hope they'll become true. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, and it's like God. God will be like,
1: I never said that, bro. Exactly. Now you're mad at God, and God was like, I never told you. For real, that was your own thinking. For our real. own. Our. It's our own path. It's not His will. For real,
0: you know. Um, man, there's We've so, many, there. there's so there. many. There's so many. There's <laughs> so many different examples that I want to just drill down on. Um, but I don't want to go too long. I don't want to wear y'all out. Um, on the first episode. Um, but I do. There's there is a point I want to make. Um, <clears throat> and I think. I think we get so weary and we get so tired um, because we're doing what you said. We're trying to be the one who controls the season, the manager of time, mm-hmm. right? We're like, but that's who He is. Mm-hmm. That's who the Lord is, mm-hmm. right? I was I'm reminded of of First Corinthians chapter three, verse six, where the where Paul again is pastoring us and he says, "Look." One sows, one waters, but it's the Lord
1: Lord who gives the increase. And it's on his timing. Right. And what that tells me is that
0: when I'm in the will of God, I may not know what season I'm in, but there's always a right time. There's always a right time. And one of the things that we're going to teach you um, coming into culture night at culture. Night, I mean, I have this thought on, on for culture night, culture nights, June 23rd, June 23rd, Friday night, June 23rd. 8 and, w- and we also have on a pop up yeah. on Monday. No, it's a Tuesday. It's yeah. A Tuesday, June, June 13th. 13. Right. Um, but I have a thought on rest that I can't wait, wait to share with you. But <clears throat> before <laughs> we get to that point, um, one, one of the big things is, is, is exactly this, that man, I've got to stay. I, I don't just have to stay in my, in my lane. I have to stay in his time. Yeah. Right. Um, I I don't care about seasons anymore because when you look at scripture, the Lord is the one who can work outside of seasons. Oh yes. Right? Look, oh man, I feel the Holy ghost on this man. Suddenly season. Come on. He can turn it around. He can turn it around or he can stop it.
1: Yeah. Turn it around. Stop it. Move it. So he can,
0: he can make, he can make things grow when things aren't supposed to grow. And he can, he can hold back harvest when, when you're expecting it. Right now, I'm not saying that God is going to be petty and all that. All I'm saying is that I don't want my life to be defined on what I think it should be. I want the right time. That's what I care about, that that, that he doesn't bring me to right seasons, that he brings me to core – Quora, which Pastor Charles has taught us yes, that that right I'd be in the time, right place right at the right place, time yes. and that I don't, oh I feel the right Lord on place, this right, right now time. listen, Come listen, on. listen, how many times, I don't even want to think about in my own life, how many right times, yeah. right places have I missed because in my head I'd made up my mind that I was in, 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 in a different kind of season right. and God was trying to do something right even in a wrong season,
1: yeah, yeah. he was
0: trying to do a, put me in the right place, put me in the right time yeah. but I'd convinced myself I was in a different season so I was not able to to embrace or fully live through yeah. what the Lord who supersedes time and season does yeah. that make sense?
1: So because time is really just something that He made for us, right?
0: <clears throat> right. So anyway, we're, we're we're in the deep, and this yeah, is this yeah. is a good word. This is a good word. Okay. <clears throat> so I think the big idea here is this: I don't want to be certain; I want to be confident.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And as we begin to really unpack the idea and the thought of resting in his perfect will, Mm -hmm. resting in his perfect will, finding rest in his will, because that's the invitation that Jesus makes to us. And I'm going to teach you more about this on June 23rd. But the invitation that Jesus makes in Matthew 11 is, come, all of you who are weary and heavy burdened, You've burdened yourself with unnecessary things. And he said, I will give you, watch, look at this. He says, I will give you rest for For your soul. He doesn't say, I'm going to change your season. I'm going to give you rest for your your body. He doesn't Uh say, I'm going to give you rest for other things. I'm going to give you rest for your soul. I'm not going to change it. Like when when this hit me, I was like, oh my gosh. Again, I'm not going to give away the culture night message, right? But he said, I'm going to give you rest for your soul.
1: And I want to also put a pause on that and remind you that we can't be like, what is God's timing What if we're not in his presence? Like if we don't come in his presence and rest in his presence and actually have a relationship with him, like that's where we're all confused and discombobulated because we're not in his presence. Yeah. So we don't have a relationship with him. Right. A relationship requires us talking to him, right. us communing with him, us right. being in his presence. Right. Every time I get in God's presence, I feel rest for right. my soul.
0: <clears throat> yeah. And I feel rest for my soul, not because I, f- I feel like I'm in the right place at the right time, but because I'm with the right one. Oh yeah, because right? he's there. Right. And so I'm not looking for seasons anymore. I'm looking, first of all, for the right place, which is the presence of God, God. right? You will always be safe in the presence of God and in the will of God. Um, And let me, let me tie up another loose end that we've left open Philippians one, six. My job is not to be certain, right? Philippians one, six, six says this. It says being confident Mm -hmm. of this one thing that the one who began Mm -hmm. a good work will perfect it and complete it until the day of Christ. Amen. Right? That in and of itself is literally telling you you will never be certain of anything until you are in your glorified state on the other side of of time and eternity. Mm. However, in the meantime and in between Between time, time, right? Your job is not to be certain of what he's doing but confident that he's faithful. That he will. That he's faithful. My confidence is that God is faithful. Faithful. My confidence is that Jesus can. Hebrews 4, 16, write these scriptures down, fam. Okay? Tattoo them on your heart. Okay? I didn't say your body. I said your heart. (laughs) Right? watch Hebrews 4:16 and we have this as an anchor for our what soul. our soul not my life not my all my whims ambitions i have this right. as an anchor for my soul what is it that what i have as an anchor for my soul when you read the context is that he has given us his vow and his promise what that means is that he has, not that he's fulfilled it, right, but that he that could he can. fulfill it. Amen. That anchors my soul. Just yeah. knowing, God, I know that you can I know that and that you, you are can. able. Yes. That anchors me, man. And yes. we're going to talk about this. Like, I want to teach you guys. That's such about, a good word, I want to teach you That guys.
1: anchors you because like in the frenzy yes. of life, yes. it brings you back to yes. hope. Yes. Because there's a lot of hopelessness out yeah, there. Yeah,
0: you need the anchor. You don't yeah. need an anchor for a still water. No, you need an anchor for waters that can drive you out and shipwreck you, you. Yeah. and kill you, and destroy all your ships, your stewardships, relationships, your relationships, your worship. Right, like Amen. It, it can destroy your ships. Yeah. This is why you need an anchor in your soul. So, like my soul is sure. In the Lord. Yes. My soul is resting in, in the, the Lord. Lord. My Now, my life, man, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm 23. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, I still yeah. live at my mom's house. I got two degrees and, sure. I, and I hate both of them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, that's real talk. <laughs> and my soul's not, sh- my, or my, my, my life. mind and my life's not short. Sure, uh, sure, yeah. But man, my, my soul, soul is anchored in Jesus. Is Jesus is yes, faithful, right? Is man, faithful. we're preaching on this, Amen. dude. This is a good Amen. word. So let me finish it with this. Let me finish it with this. And I just want you guys to think about this, okay? Um, <clears throat> as I was studying times and seasons, and I've been studying times and seasons a little bit, I, I love what the book of Ecclesiastes says. Um, the, the, King, the King James Version talks about for everything there's a season. But the transliterators wrote it wrong. And the, the, right, the right term is not that there's a season, it's that there's a time. There's a right timing for everything. And that thought of that there being a timing literally means that someone has orchestrated an intended outcome Mm. and there's a right time for everything. Let me just read it to you. you, The book of Ecclesiastes chapter three, and we'll end on this. If the worship team can join me on stage, (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's an opportune time. Ecclesiastes three verse one. There's an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything Mm. on the earth A right time for birth and a right time for death. A right time to plant and another to reap. A right time to kill and a right time to heal. A right time to destroy and a right time to construct. A right time to cry and a right time to laugh. A right time to lament and another right time to cheer. A right time to make love and another time to abstain. A right time to embrace and another to part. A right time to search and another time to count your losses, a right time to hold on, and a right time to let go, a right time to rip out, and another right time to mend, a right time to shut up, and a right time to speak up, a right time to love, and a right time to hate, a right time to wage war, and another one to make peace, right? And so I share that to say this, that all of chapter three talks about how God, establishes things from an eternal perspective. Yeah. And that statement of right time isn't that it's right for me. Mm. It's that it's right because he said so. And he's viewing things from a bigger point of view. Amen. And so there are things in our lives that bring us so much weariness yes. and it weighs yeah. our lives down. And this is why Jesus steps in and he says, look, I know you're limited by your time,
1: yeah, but, your there, but there's
0: a time that's perfect. And when you when when you can get outside of your time and you can get some time in between here and and however long it takes you to heal, you'll look back and say, Man, God's time was right. Yeah, yeah. God's timing was right in my life. Even in yeah. a loss, God's timing was yeah, right. Yeah. Right? Why? Because the loss is right? No. Yeah. Grief sucks. Being hurt sucks. Yeah. All of it, you know, but because God was present. I I now have rest for my soul and I see his activity in something that, that is so much bigger than me. And when I couldn't see it in my timing, I couldn't see it and I lost all my rest in my timing, man, fam, what we want, what we want to arm you with is this point of view that my time may not be right, but God's time is perfect. Right. And when he looks at your life, he looks from his perfect point of view. So here comes Jesus in Matthew 11 and he says, Hey, I know in your time,
1: yeah. you're
0: tired you're weary. and you're worn out, yeah. but let me give you rest for your soul, Amen. right? And so we believe this. We believe that you are right where you're supposed to be. You are who you're supposed to be and you are where and why and when you're supposed to be. You are God's plan here and now. And so Amen. we're proud of you. Yeah, we, so I, just, here, here's, our prayer is this, that this, that this time together, simply encourages you to trust that the will of God and the timing of Jesus and the invitation that Jesus makes to all of us to rest is perfect.
1: Yes. And just remember, the safest place to be is in the will of God.
0: Amen. Amen. That's a good word. Amen. That's a really, really good word. So we love you guys. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. We can't wait to continue this conversation as we move forward. Hey, just a couple of things um, before we end our time together. Number one, again, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us that you would take time and we really pray that this content is blessing your life. And whether you're in El Paso or um, outside of the city, we just want to say thank you for being part of this prime culture. It means the world that you would let us into your life and that this would teach you how to build the abundant life that Jesus came for you to have. Mm -hmm. Um, Secondly, if you are in the city or if you want to take a road trip and be a part of what we're doing, um, a couple of things, major, major things, right? The summer is a big deal for us. So, first of all, in June we have two prime culture events. Prime culture events happening. June thirteenth is our relationships podcast. It's a uh, pop it's up. pop-up sorry <laughs> june 13th it's our relationships pop-up um we're having a panel discussion we're bringing in some 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 other voices it's going to be a lot of he said she said you want to be a part of that um it's 7 7 p.m at the east side church on june 13th then 10 days later we have on june 23rd we have our prime culture night and it's going to be awesome i can't wait to share this thought on rest with you then july 14th we have Culture Night again, but this is the big deal, okay? If you don't hear anything else, <laughs> hear this. Hear this. Now, hear this. here it is, man. Here it is. All right, here we go. August 10th, 11th, and 12th is our very first Prime Culture Conference.
1: And we want you to come. And you
0: have to be there. We want your face in the place, man. Um, and so it is It is a registered event, okay? So it is not free 99. um. So you can register for Prime Culture Con um, at thisculturecon.com. Go register quick, fast, and in a hurry. Actually, if you're listening to this, um, it's probably June 2nd or later. And if you're listening to this, it's already too late. Prices have gone up. So It's hopefully- not too
1: late to register, no, though. No, you pull need to register. Over, pull over. <laughs> I know you're driving. Pull over and just get on that phone and register. We want to see you.
0: Register. It will change your life. We'll share later on another episode of the podcast how conferences has shaped and changed our lives. Yeah, you know. Um, but if you trust us, you 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 trust us, all right. So if you're in the city, be at conference. If you're outside of the city, be at conference. Come hang. Shoot me a DM. Shoot Diana a DM. Shoot our Prime Culture account a DM. Say, hey man, I'm from Nebraska or I'm from North Dakota or we something, right? Meet you. And I want to come to conference. Well, then come through, fam. Let's rock, right? So go do that. And let's be downtown El Paso, August 10th, 11th, and 12th. It's going to be absolutely life-changing. So, hey, we'll, we'll catch you next week on the podcast. We love you guys. Peace. Get some rest.